G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. One of those disturbing developments to really take a special note of, and it might even colour the way that you pray for our nation. There is a new bill that has been presented in the Victorian Parliament and it has the potential to criminalise Christian practices. Things that we take for granted like the ability to pray for one another and even some of the Bible passages in the Bible coming into contest as to whether they might actually be deemed hate speech. There is a bill that's before the Victorian Parliament. It's called the Change and Suppression Conversion Prohibition Bill. And it relates to what has become known as conversion therapy. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been writing about this issue and he's back with us today. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be with you. Bill, I've had a number of conversations with various commentators in recent times. And just to touch on, as we get our conversation underway, just how important it is for listeners today to understand that there's something very serious coming before the Victorian Parliament. Yeah, it certainly is. And, uh, well, it's hate to say it, it's one of these kind of things, you know, where you say, well, we told you so, we warned you. We actually tried to point out that this was all happening as sure as uh, day follows night. Uh, in fact, uh, on this issue, uh, which we'll explain a bit more detail of, I recently just started a whole new category subsection on my own website devoted to this very topic. And I've already got 23 full articles on it, the first one going back almost eight years now. So I've been warning that this was going to happen when we tried to get Christians awake to the homosexual marriage bill of a few years back. I and others said, this is exactly where this will go. We do legalize homosexual marriage. It won't stop there. They will go after you. And their primary target that they're going after is, of course, Christians, Christians who believe in the Bible, Christians who believe there is such a thing as sin, Christians who believe Jesus is in the business of transforming lives, including those of the sexually broken. So, yeah, many of us have been warning. And so with this new bill, it's exactly as we predicted. I've written several new pieces on it just this past week. And it really should frighten every single Bible-believing Christian out there as to what they're proposing. Of course, in Queensland, they have a lighter form of this legislation that really targets people who are professional counsellors, doesn't give a lot of attention to the church. In the ACT, parents are in the firing line and even face jail time in the way that they treat those issues even with their young children. Victoria is a bit different. Victoria has a very serious target, 
painted on the Christian church. And uh, this is something that makes us concerned. Who do you think, Bill Muhlenberg, is most likely to be affected within the church? Is it the Bible study leader? Is it the senior pastor? The person who actually prays for someone like this who has an issue around same-sex attraction? Who do you think will be targeted? Well, all of the above and more, many more. A few quick things to preface my answer. Uh, One, of course, this is Dan Andrews, uh, Victoria, labor leader, who's led the way for years in the most ungodly, immoral, and unrighteous legislation you can imagine, whether the most draconian abortion bills, euthanasia bills, so-called safe schools legislation, uh, banning Christmas carols at Christmas, uh, obviously is draconian lockdown measures. This guy is an enemy of the Christian faith. He really seems to hate it, and he's doing everything he can to silence anybody who is a real Christian. Second thing, briefly, this whole phrase, uh, conversion therapy, is, of course, a term the other side uses. It's really their term. It's a pejorative term. It's uh, trying to get you to think that whenever we offer any help of any kind to a questioner uh, seeking uh, help on maybe unwanted same-sex attractions, that, you know, this is right up there with witchcraft uh, trials, uh, shock therapy, you name it. Uh, that's where they're coming from. So we need to keep in mind, even the when you set the language, you can set the agenda. So they always use either conversion therapy or conversion practice, which gets even more uh, detailed. But it's their way of saying if you dare to even offer a prayer to somebody who's asking for help, you will be committing a, commi- a criminal offense, and you can be up to 10 years in jail uh, thrown in or $10,000 in fines. This should just, again, send shivers down the spine of certainly every single Victorian, but all around the country, because once you get a law that's this bad in one place, it'll just keep a ripple effect going through the rest of the nation. So, yeah, it's worse than you've got in Queensland, ACT, and it will target any single Christian. You don't have to be, as you said, uh, professional counselors in Queensland. Here it can be anybody. Not just a pastor, not just a Bible study leader, not just a counselor, Uh, anybody. If a homosexual comes to my home, says, I'm kind of questioning my attraction, will you give me a bit of counsel or prayer? Let's say I do that. He has a change of heart. If this bill has gone through, uh, he can report me to the authorities. I can be hauled away. I could be in jail for 10 years. That is how absolutely... Uh, wicked this bill is, how diabolical this bill is. So it's any Christian who is willing to do what Jesus calls us to do, pray for people, uh, evangelize, uh, tell people about sin, tell people that Jesus is in the change business, simply saying that, simply saying that Jesus is into transforming lives. That is enough under this very bad bill to get you arrested and perhaps thrown in prison. So anything that sounds like it's offering some form of counsel can be regarded as, and it really comes down to a legislation that creates a soft way of 
actually aligning Christian prayer and the Bible with extreme practices and uh, extreme practices that need to be outlawed. Again, it's it's the way the other side operates. They come up with really uh, draconian and really far-out stuff, making it look like anybody who dares to do this is really an evil person. Uh, guess what? Simply praying for somebody who asks for a prayer is not an evil person. Simply reading a passage from Scripture uh, of somebody who may ask you to give some advice, uh, that doesn't make you evil. But this bill and this government does think we are evil, and it does want to shut all of this down altogether. If it means closing churches, shutting down Christian counseling centers, uh, closing family therapy practices, shutting down individual Christian websites... Uh, I know a guy who's got a website. Uh, it could be me. I could be in the targets. So be aware uh, also that this is what we know is the ambit claim. What you do is you come up with a bill which is so outrageous and so draconian, uh, people will try to get at least some amendments, some exemptions, uh, and the government may run with a few of those. And I've seen already Christian leaders saying this bill needs some amendments. As I've written in some of my articles, this is actually not a very good way to go for two reasons. One, they will maybe make a few very slight amendments, and then they'll say, see, we listened to the people, we listened to the Victorians, we compromised. They will still end up with a bill just as horrible as it ever was, and it'll still do the same thing to silence Christians, but they will have actually a better chance of seeing a bill like this being passed because they can say, well, we did make a few concessions here and there. And, of course, whenever the government gives an amendment or an exemption, it can take it away. We've seen this so often in law. This is not a good path for Christians to go down. So, as I say in my pieces, the best thing is to oppose this bill altogether. Nothing good can come out of it. It's a really evil bill. It criminalizes Christians for simply talking about their faith with those looking for help. So we don't want to amend this bill. We want to get rid of it altogether, if possible. In fact, you have quoted some eminent law professors in your latest article, and uh, they're saying this is a bill which can't be fixed Uh, That doesn't sound good, Uh, likely to be voted on in the early new year. Uh, So not a lot to look forward to, Bill. No, and there's two options here. Uh, Often what they do, these guys are sneaky, hate to say it. They can try to maybe rush it through just before Christmas, knowing that everybody is fully preoccupied elsewhere. So it's a really good way to get through really terrible legislation and uh, there won't be any opposition simply because everybody's getting that last-minute Christmas present. But, yeah, the schedule is to perhaps wait till January uh, and then go through the debate and the vote. Now, remember, this is the same government. We've got an upper house, which is, uh, in theory, it's got a few independents and some of the libs. But just as we had all this uh, draconian emergency measures voted through, It was the same thing. Dan Andrews wanted a 12-month extension. The so-called independents said, ah, six months is plenty. They settled with that, quote, compromise, and it got through. So Dan Andrews got everything he wanted. These independents played his game, and so, of course, he's scratching 
others back. And I can basically guarantee, I mean, you got one of them is the leader of the sex party for heaven's sakes. So I can almost guarantee that even if the libs and the nats and the upper house vote no, uh, we're almost likely to get the independents siding with labor. The vote will go their way. The bill will become law. And then the real fireworks begin. That's when you really better start praying like mad that, uh, you know, we're going to need all of the Christian legal teams we can get to help bailing out people who are going to be arrested left, right, and center. This really is serious stuff, and so I'm trying to uh, convey to your listeners just how bad it is and the likely progress of events. Bill, no doubt there'll be some listening to our conversation today thinking this has got to be over the top. This is not something that is even sounding anything like it's Australian. Uh, but there is a certain sense here that you can cut through and recognise just how significant it is in that the church is being targeted because it appears to be unnecessary because the harmful acts that are being outlawed are already banned. And so yep. it only leaves you with the church standing. The church is the target here. Oh, absolutely. And again, some of us have been warning about this for decades now. The church is the final place of opposition and resistance to the radical secular left agenda, to the radical homosexual and trans agenda. They know more than we do that it's the church is the final obstacle that has to be removed before they fully get their entire agenda swept through. And yeah, as you say, all these really bad practices that you and I would agree, sure, they're bad. They're not happening. We're not seeing shock therapy and stuff like that. You know, maybe 40 years ago, it may have been around in a few places, but it's certainly not happening now. So as you say, it's already banned. And if you say, Bill, you're getting a bit over the top, the issue of prayer is specifically mentioned in the bill. I'm not making it up. They're the ones that said, even if you have prayer as part of your conversion practice, uh, that will become illegal as well. So I am not uh, exaggerating here. They are deliberately targeting the churches, and they're deliberately targeting Bible-believing faithful churches that believe that Jesus is in the business of changing lives. doesn't matter if you're a homosexual or whatever your sin, God changes people. But to uh, make that change, that so-called conversion that the government's talking about, well, that includes talking about sin, talking about repentance, talking about prayer. Effectively, all of these three basics of the Christian walk will all become outlawed if this bill goes through. And as I often say, the only conversion that Christians are really interested in is conversion to faith in Jesus Christ. And so to have these words used to target the Christian church, uh, to outlaw even practices of prayer, uh, to outlaw the sorts of things that we would normally just have as part of church life, uh, reading of the Bible, the preaching of truth from the Bible. These all, all these things stand to be outlawed, and there's plenty more conversations to have in the times ahead, Bill Muhlenberg. Uh, even the idea of uh, Human Rights Commission 
having an empowerment to be able to seize sermons and teaching materials from church. Uh, That takes us into a conversation for another day, but serious things are to be voted on in Victoria in the new year. And a good thing right now for Christians to understand what's going on, and I I suspect that will be the thing that guides us and informs us in how we ought to pray. Uh, There is some prayer to be had, and it's for the leaders of our nation in whatever state or territory we might be listening to this conversation from today. Let me point people to Bill Muhlenberg's latest articles on this issue of conversion therapy. I encourage you to have a read and and find out detail from wherever you can about what this legislation might mean. You can find these articles at billmuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch One Word. Bill Muhlenberg, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.